the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show today, and I feel very blessed and honored and humbled to be with you right now. And, you know, I have so many people that I um, have just met over the time in which I have been on this earth and people come people go and there's a reason for everything and sometimes we don't understand what that reason is when it's happening like friendships that might be there for a time like my friend that's on right now thank you Uh, but you know what it's just so amazing as we move forward in our friendships and trust is a track record that's something that i've heard recently and it is so true that until someone proves themselves you can trust them at to the beginning you know we want to trust everybody right but then what happens is is that time goes by and maybe somebody lets you down maybe you hear that somebody says something about you behind your back or something like that or maybe they just aren't like-minded they don't think like you or maybe they're not there to support you or pick you up when you need to be picked up and you know what we need to be give and take and not always are we on the giving and not always are we on the taking We have to be open and willing and humbled to be able to receive when we're in need. And that's more difficult than being on the other side of giving is is receiving seems to be more difficult to do. But you know what? We really uh, kind of uh, take away and not allow other people to feel the joy of giving if we don't reach out to people be you know be 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 careful when you're asking for help when you're sharing your most utmost secrets or or pain and vulnerabilities always be careful about who you're choosing right but we do need to reach out and reach out and touch someone right we have to be a blessing to those we come in contact with but don't steal that blessing by not allowing yourself that vulnerability state to say you know what i really need prayer i really need some help right now you know, just um, could you just sit and listen to me right now? Because sometimes that's all we need is someone to just sit there, not say a word, but just be present in the moment for whatever is going on. So that isn't what my show is about today, which, you know, that's okay. It's just something that was on my heart, and I just want to share it because that's what Sue Freeze does. You know, she just speaks from her heart, and she's kind of just out there. And people say, you know, you take rabbit trails, but you always come back around. And I do always come back around because in my mind I take this little note saying, okay, I'm going off, but I'm going to come back, and there's a reason why I went off in the first place. So it's okay as long as I get back to it. At least I hope so for you listening right now. So, uh Today, I was at work, and I'm trying to get so many things done at work. It's just crazy right now. The bank is wanting, you know, all of my loan documents, and I I can't even begin to tell you all the the different things that I'm doing right this minute. I know all of us can relate. We are all busy. I get it. I so get it. 
But you know, sometimes it's just hard to get it all together. It's so hard to just put it together. And so what I find that I have to really hone in as to why I'm doing what I'm doing and what God wants from my life. And so when I, I'm cleaning, I'm purging right now, and it's feeling really good. If you haven't done it, try it. It's really great. But I'm really doing a lot of purging right now. I've actually filled three big commercial bins of trash at, at my office, so I feel really um, lighter right now. But I still have a long way to go because we have 16 years in this current building, and we definitely need to clean it out and and, and just start fresh for 2017. This is going to be a fantastic year, but it is what you make it, right? We all have an obligation. We all have an opportunity to make it. And so I, I would hope that you'd want to do that. So if you're tuning in right now, this is the Sue Free Show on KKLA 99.5 on KPRZ in San Diego, in Ventura on The Word, uh, in Santa Maria, you know, all of those places. Uh, thank you so much for joining in on the Sue Free Show. I also have a TV show. I know. I can't even believe it myself. But it's LA 36. If you go to Channel 36, you'll see Sue Freeze. And it's not every week they have it sporadic, but it's a 52 week contract that I've already I've already done the 52 weeks and so now I'm going on my second year on television. Who would have thought? Not me. But you know what it is what it is. Radio 8 and a half years. That just is I can't even believe that much time has gone by cuz time does go by. So when I was in my office, and it's so much more organized now, and I can find things so much better, which is, oh, thank you, God, um, I'm going through and I'm like, okay, Lord, what do you want on the show today? What do you want me to talk about? What is the message you want? Are you ready? Well, here's what was revealed to me. God's dream for you. God's dream for you. Because what I'm realizing in this, you know, I'm going to be... 60. I hate to even say that, but you know what? I'm proud of it. And I feel really good. I feel healthy. I feel like, you know, it's just a new stage in my life and I feel really wonderful. I feel like I'm 25, truly. But I'm going to be 60 shortly and um, it's amazing. But can you remember back when you were younger, much younger, and people would say they were 60 and you'd go, that's really old? Yeah, I know. But I don't feel old. And you are what you feel, I guess. And they're saying, you know, Sue, you're like 25-year-old. I can't keep up with you. And so that's good. I want to keep that going for a long time. I have a plan. My plan is to live till I'm 107. What's yours? Okay, and I'm truly, people laugh at me, but I am truly serious about that. I'm going to live till I'm 107. And I'm going to be dancing at least until 100, for sure. I'm going to be dancing until I'm 100, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So what is your plan? Because, you know, even if you haven't stated it out loud, your mind has a plan. Are you working your plan, or could your plan be readjusted to be better? Uh, my guess is probably could be better. So let's work on that. So God's dream for you. Uh, Matthew Barnett, if you don't know who he is, he's the author of the book that I'm going to refer to quite often here today. And the thing about Matthew Barnett is he had a God dream, and it's the Dream Center. And if you're not familiar with it, he is changing lives. He's being used to change lives. God is changing the lives, but he's being used and he's being a faithful servant to do just that. And so... I'm reading through this book, and I'm, I'm loving it, and uh, it was a gift from Matthew himself to me. And uh, so the first chapter is talking about, what am I doing here? 
Now, for me personally, I can remember back when I was still living at home, two-story house in Westminster in Orange County, and I would ask this question. I would look up and say, why am I here? I know it's more than taking care of my sister, whom I love dearly. I know it's more than doing the cleaning on Saturdays. My mom has expected me to do cleaning every Saturday, and I did. And uh, I know it's more than going to school and getting good grades because I was a really good girl. I, wa- I wasn't a bad girl. I was a good girl. And it's more than cheerleading. It's more than gymnastics, even though I love gymnastics. It's more than all that. And I would ask, I would ask the Lord and say, why am I here? God, please reveal to me why I'm here. And so have you asked yourself that question? What are you doing here? And it's probably more than what you're doing right now. So, so we're going to get into that a little bit. And I can tell you for me personally is that this God dream, the dream that God created me for, and I used to tell my children and still do actually, is that I'm looking forward to seeing what God does with your life, you know, what you were created for. Because we all were created for a specific purpose, and we need to live out that purpose. And what it does is when times are down and you feel like you can't get up again, this passion inside of you. For that God dream, the dream that God has for you, that purpose is what gets you back up again. It's the purpose in life that makes things worthwhile. And it's not just getting up, going to work. I think about how many hours I've spent because it takes me 30 to 45 minutes to get ready every morning. And I'm thinking, man, if I didn't have to waste that time taking a shower, brushing my teeth, washing my hair, all those things, figuring out what I'm going to wear, all of those things, I think about how many hours I've spent doing that. And I'm thinking about, wow, what could I have done with that time instead of that if I didn't have to do all of that? And it'd be amazing because that would be time well spent. But, you know, I think it's important that we take shower. Don't get me wrong. I think it's important we brush our teeth and, you know, look nice. Um, We're supposed to give our best at all times. So don't take me wrong in these words because uh, truly we've got to be careful there. So I'm going to read from this book from Matthew Barnett. It says, God's dream for you, finding lasting change in Jesus. Now, side note, I, uh, you know, I'm always asking for people to give me uh, information Like, tell me how you like the show when you're listening to the show, the podcast on SueFreeze.com. SueFreeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go there and check it out. I have eight and a half years of radio podcasts. I also have, side note, um, the I am's, which are what God says you are, who you are. You're created in his image. You are victorious. You're a child or a daughter or a son of God. You know, there's all these things in there, and there's three pages of free scriptures that are you, who you are in Christ. And I don't know about you, but we get knocked down by words. Words can really knock us down if we allow it. And so we have to change that inner voice, the ones that we've heard for a long time or we're saying to ourselves that are less than uh, edifying for yourself, you know, because we really need to build ourselves up because the world can tear us down very simply. And people are not always they don't always have the best interest for our lives. And so we do need to take hold of and, and hold captive the words we speak, what we see, what we eat. All of those things matter. So understand that, okay? You are listening to the Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com show. Go there, please. And let me know, connect with me, and let me know how I can help you. Let me know... 
um, what you need prayer for. Any of those things, I am the one that will read them and respond back. And I'm looking to see who's connecting with me right now live, because this is only the second time I've done this. And it's very exciting to see the people, people from high school. And it's very exciting to see um, these people on the air. Anyway, so I'm going to get going here all that time to get rubbed up for this. So it says, if you knew for sure that God himself had a dream for your life that predated the birth of the stars, galaxies, and planets, wouldn't it be worth finding out what it might be? Yes, it would. <laughs> I certainly never thought I would find God's dream. And and I'm going to stop there because what I want to say is that God's dream for me, I never did tell you what that was. And God's dream for me is to have a ranch. And this ranch, I, you know, if anybody knows anything about my story, in 2011, I was bucked off a horse and fractured my, not fractured, I shattered my right leg. I have a metal plate and 10 pins in my right leg. And um, that was from a horse. But yet, I'm supposed to have a horse ranch. Really? Okay, God, why is that? And so um, not everything is unfolded yet, and it is way too big for Sufri's. This is a God dream that only God can fulfill, and he wants, sometimes these dreams are so big because he wants to get full credit for what's going to happen next. And I think it's wonderful. But this ranch, I'm looking into it now, and there are some people that are looking for property, and I know it's going to happen. So what's going to happen on this ranch? It's for domestic violence, women, mothers, and children. They can live there for three months, I think three months, maybe more depending, but three months. And it's give them a chance to establish a skill set so that they can get on their own, have the courage to move forward and take care of their little babies that they are responsible for. And I feel very, very strongly. It's that passion that burns inside of me that I'm supposed to do this. And I talked last week about empathy. And part of empathy is being able to understand what somebody else is going through, to understand more than to be understood. And I will tell you that this whole thing um, with my childhood and what I was raised with and things that I've gone through up until this point, this is very strong and very heartfelt for me to be there and to be of help. At what level am I supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know what my position is. All I know is I'm supposed to be the catalyst to make this happen, and I am not going to stop, and I'm not going to you know, give up until it happens. And so I'm putting it out there in the air, waves. I'm putting it out there wherever I'm talking, whoever I'm talking to, because you never know when you say something who could help in uh, giving or connecting you with somebody else. You never know what's going to happen next. So it's very exciting, and it's all in God's hands. And I think it's wonderful for us to all have and understand what our purpose is on this earth. And um, it's really what's kept me going when times have gotten really tough. I'm turning pages, and I'm sorry for that, because I've underlined just the areas in which I really want to focus on. And so I'm turning. Okay. So... What is God's dream in your life? What I tell people, like in the workplace and whatnot, is that um, look at what your gifts are. What are you good at? What are you good at? And these things come easier for you. Math was not my thing in, in high school. It really was not my thing. But I found that now running a business, pretty large business, that numbers are really important. They're really important, uh, you know, and, and so I have to watch the numbers. But what's even more important for me is the people. It's 
uh, my employees are my ministry, and they take care of the customer, and I take care of them. And, you know, I ask them this question. What is your dream? When they come on board with me, I want to know what makes them tick. I want to know what's important to them because we're all different. We're not all the same. Yes, we all breathe air. Yes, we do. And we all put our pants on pretty much the same way. That is true. But we all have a different background. We all have emotions maybe at a different level depending on what it is. Um, you know, So we all have to just pay attention to those things. And I'm very aware of what's going on around me. And I think it's really important that we all um, are important to, to what's going on around us. So what is your dream? What is your dream? Okay. Do you know what it is? It's the one question that most people don't expect. And at the Dream Center, what they say is, is they, that's one thing they do is they bring these people that have nothing or going through really trained time and they ask that question. And they say that you can see their eyes widen when we ask them. They suddenly look up as if to say, did I hear you right? Did you really just ask me what I thought you asked me? Because most of the times these people are on, you know, their last hope. They're, they don't know what they're going to do. So reading, uh, still reading along, it says, but what is your dream? It's no idle question. It pertains to life and death. In Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, we read, where there is no revelation or vision, the people cast off restraint. In other words, without a dream, people don't exercise self-control. When men and women have nothing to live for, they cast off restraint. It's true. Like in high school, you know, I remember I was a gymnast and I was a cheerleader. And there were a lot of people that didn't have, like, responsibility with a team or to keep you know, keep their word or whatnot. And so they would just go off and they wouldn't even go to class. And I watched this and I said to myself, wow, you know, um, I have responsibilities and I have to be here because I don't want to let other people down. And I don't want to let God down. So depending on where you are in your relationship, that's really important to understand who you are in Christ, right? And understand what it is your dream is. So... Right up front, we ask the people who come to us, what is your dream? What do you want to see happen in your life? What do you want to achieve? Where do you want to go? Well, they may say, we're just trying to survive. And I can understand that, can't you? And we answer, but what if we took survival off the table? While you're here, you won't have to worry about that. This is a safe, clean place, and we will give you food and shelter you need. So let's start thinking about your potential. And that's the same thinking of this ranch, the God Dream Ranch for me. It's the same thing. You know, what are their dreams? What do they want to accomplish? The fact is, when you've been disappointed again and again, you become afraid to dream. After all, how could you bear another disappointment? But in the power of Christ, you can begin to dream again. Even in marriages, there comes a point where people lose hope. A husband and wife may be committed to staying together for the rest of their lives, but as they imagine the years ahead, it looks to them more like running an endurance test or slogging along on an endless marathon under gray, rainy skies. Life looks more like grim survival than anything else. The idea that they could ever thrive in their marriage seems so far out there that it doesn't even seem real. So asking people, what is your dream, is almost like lifting them to a whole different plane. We found 
that most people really do have something in their heart they would love to do or pursue, but they have suppressed that dream for so long that it doesn't seem like a possibility at all. Maybe the dream is getting free of addiction. Maybe it's finishing high school or college. Maybe it's being trained for a certain occupation or specific career. The desire is still there, but it's buried so deeply beneath their setbacks, pain, and loss that they've forgotten they ever had any aspirations. But once we hear their dream, we'll tell them, we're going to help you get to your dream. And they can hardly believe their ears. Maybe they expect to have to prove themselves first or completely clean up their life before we would start talking to them about their future. And they call this belong and believe. Don't we all want to belong? And what are we believing? What are we believing? Those are very good questions. Okay, so scripture But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This is a very good scripture. I want to stop for a second because I started to say earlier on that I've had some people respond to me. Actually, one person, his name is Michael. And I've had him respond saying, You know, Sue, because you're only giving the fluffy scriptures, you're only giving the encouragement scriptures, you're not talking to people, believers, that there is a hell. And I'm like, Michael, you know, everybody has a responsibility, okay? And mine is, is that this, this whole radio show is about inspiration and encouragement. And I'm using scriptures, and I'm not taking them out of scripture. I'm not taking them out of context. All I'm saying is, you know, People have enough of the negativity. They have enough of that. And right now, there is so much of that going around. It's sickening. And so for me, I just want to tell people that no matter where you are and what you've been through, there is a God, there is Jesus Christ, and there is a hell. But I just want to focus on Jesus because Jesus is love. And I want people to understand that there is love for them because there was a time when I felt very unworthy in my life. I felt like I wasn't worthy to receive anything, anybody, anything. And so I just want everyone to understand that no matter what you've been through, okay, you can be have God's grace. And God's grace, according to Scripture, is sufficient. And so that's my message. And if somebody is not liking that, you don't have to listen to this show And if you want to listen and be constructive, I welcome that. I truly do, because it's important that we all stand together. And it doesn't mean that we're always going to agree. I'm okay with not having everyone agree. And I ask point blank, face to face, is there any way I can improve this show? And if you're tuning in right now and you don't know what show this is, this is the Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com show. And this show is about life. It's about the pursuit of passion purpose and connection and that is what this show is about it's been going on for about eight and a half years i have a tv show too and i really welcome anybody's suggestions resources anything that's going to help other people i really welcome that and for those that are listening i just want to tell you that i have something new coming up and it's called dinner with Susie. and this was not my idea and i already have seven takers seven people said oh my gosh i want to join and we're going to do one in glendale right now and 
one, I think, at Gulliver's in Orange County. We don't have the date set yet, but it's going to be soon because I cannot wait to meet you. I want to meet you. I want to talk with you. And we're just going to have a really wonderful two, two and a half hours. It's going to be great. It's going to be dinner, so we're going to eat together. We're going to laugh together. And maybe we'll even cry together, and for sure we'll pray together. So I'm looking forward to that. So we will be back with more of the Sue Freeze right after this brief break. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. Ecola termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. Ah, this is the life, honey. A little rain, a little sun. And a delicious house to eat. Yeah, I love the taste of pine. Oh, Joey, is there anything better than being a termite? There is. Being a homeowner without termites like you. Hi, I'm Susan Freeze, owner of Ecola Termite Services, California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, your home. Chances are they've already moved in. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising their kids. Thousands of hungry kids. We'll get rid of your unwelcome house guests quickly and conveniently. We use microwave, electric gun, and the Ecola heat process that effectively kills termites without the move out hassle or embarrassment of tinting. Call us at 1 800 332 BUGS. Joey, it's getting hot in here. Yeah, shocking too. Mother was right. You're a lousy provider. Oh. Ecola, powerful termite and pest control, as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about our lifetime renewable warranty. Call 1 800 332 BUGS. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. So we're back, and thank you, Ecola Termite and Pest Management Services, and to my son for, uh, you know, just putting a whole new element in my life with his asthma and his ADD. And, you know, it's just so amazing when you're put in positions of protection and you want to protect your children. So much more does God want to protect us as his children. Do you really grasp that? Because it's so very important that he's there and he wants to protect us. So I'm going to continue on with God's Dream for You, Matthew Barnett book. Um, And it says, come and you will see. In the psalm he says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him, Psalm 34, 8. Jesus allowed people to belong first before they believed. Then, as they walked with him, they began to believe. For some of them, coming to faith in Jesus took a long time. Two disciples didn't believe until after the resurrection, when Jesus directly confronted them and said, How foolish you are, and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Luke twenty four twenty five. 
He didn't justify their lack of belief or make excuses for their behavior while they were learning, but he allowed them to belong in order to believe. They didn't have to clean up their lives first. Did you hear that? They didn't have to clean up their lives first. I hear that so much when I'm sharing the gospel, when I'm sharing Jesus' love and forgiveness and grace. They'll say, you know, I just need to stop drinking. I just need to stop doing this. I need to stop cussing because I just need to clean up my act before I receive or ask him in my heart. And I'm saying, no, you don't. You don't have to do anything but make a choice to ask him in your heart. That's all you have to do because when you do that, he will come because he says, ask. And you shall receive. And he's talking about him. He gave us freedom of choice, in case you didn't know. You're not a chimpanzee. You're not a cow. You're a human being that has the ability to make choices. You have the freedom to choose. And he wanted that because he didn't want to force you into anything. He's a gentleman. He wants you to decide all on your own that you want to walk and be with him, that you want to understand who he is. You want to have a relationship with him, which takes time, by the way. But he's giving you that choice. And it is your choice. So what are you going to choose? And you don't have to wait. You don't have to clean up your act. Isn't that wonderful? Because he will help you. I have seen this so many times. Even, uh, you know, the stories in this book, because I'm avoiding the stories right now because I just want to get to this meat. And I know stories really help bring the message home. I get that. But because of my short time, I wanted to just focus on the message uh, overall. And I think I'm getting there. So don't wait. If you haven't received the Lord, if you haven't made that choice, do not wait. Do it now. There's no reason to wait. Okay, and don't expect to just be the ultimate Christian just because you asked him in your heart and your life. Just understand that he's doing a work in you, that you're a work in progress. And no matter where we are, we are all a work in progress. I am so a work in progress and I fail. Oh, my goodness, I fail. But you know what? We are a work in progress. And this life is not today and tomorrow. It is a journey And we're learning every day. It's life lessons every single day. And it makes it very exciting because, you know, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. We have to do our part. Whatever that is, we have to do our part, make the choices we need to make, and then we just need to rest and let it uh, be handed over to our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ. And when we do this, He will make things work out for His good. And not always do we understand all of that. I get that. You know, why do little babies get cancer? I don't have the answer. Why did my mom die? Why did my dad die? I don't have the answer. Why is there cancer in this world? I don't have the answer. God understands. And there's a reason for things. And maybe when we get to heaven, I haven't been there yet, but maybe when we get to heaven, we will understand so much more. I'm okay with that. And you know, there's this thing called the leap of faith. It's not get the toe in the water and just test the waters. It's a leap of faith for a reason. Because no matter how much education you get, scientific proof you get, there's still going to come a time where you're going to have to just take a leap of faith. And, you know, believe or not believe. I mean, that's your choice. It's up to you. So reading along, it says, pain is like the bully in the room that chases a person's hopes out the door and sends dreams into hiding. Pain is that, and so is fear, but pain is that. That's why people in crisis who come through our doors 
at the Dream Center are so surprised to have us ask them, what is your dream? Their dreams have been overshadowed by their disappointments and sorrows for so long that they may have forgotten they ever had any. But the Lord doesn't forget anything as you ask God to reveal his dream for your life. He may first have to roll up his sleeves and help you work through some interwoven layers of heartbreak that have hidden his desire and purpose for your life. Jesus did exactly that. And he does that every day. He did that for me. And if you've listened to any of my story, um, you would know that, that it was totally the Lord that came into my life when I reached this bottom. You know, sometimes, most of the time, we have to reach this rock bottom where there's just no getting up. And then we finally reach up and look up. I really wish it didn't take that. But it did for me. I didn't understand how deep and how, you know, how deep I was into my unworthiness thinking and my belief system of just feeling like why and, and you know, I, I wasn't worth it. What a shame. You know what Jesus says about you? That you are worthy and that you are worth it and that he loves you with all his heart and that he sent his one and only son to die on the cross for your sins. And then he rose again. There's no other God out there that's done that. And he's really real. He's real. He's real to me. (laughs) He's totally real to me. There's just so many things that have happened in my life to make me think there isn't my Heavenly Father there with me. And even in all the things that have happened that have not been good, they've been bad, I know the Lord was there. Could he have changed it? Yes. Sometimes a long time ago I asked, well, why would he allow that to happen to me? I don't have that answer. But I can tell you, I wouldn't be the Sue Freeze I am today if it wasn't for those things. And I'm not telling you that to be all that because I'm not all that. I'm telling you that because the same applies to you. It's all in how we look and think of things. No matter what has happened in your life, it was then, this is now. And you have a choice from this moment right now to think differently, believe differently, do differently to change the course of your life, to fulfill your dream, the God dream, your purpose in this life. That's serious stuff to me because God created you for a purpose. And if you're letting whatever has happened to you this point not build you up and make you more and just cut you down and let you stay down there, that's not God. You're listening to something else. You're not listening to the Jesus that I know. And I'm not judging, just so you know. I'm not judging, and don't shoot the messenger, okay? All I'm saying is is that I understand firsthand because I was one that believed that I didn't deserve anything. And maybe we don't deserve anything. I have people that say, oh, how are you? Better than I deserve. I never liked that. I don't like that statement because Jesus died for me. And he died for me because he valued me. God valued me enough to to have his son die for me. So deserve, maybe not deserve, but you know what? (laughs) There must be value placed on my forehead and my heart. And I want to make sure that I do what I can to make that a worthwhile uh, exercise. I'm saying this because Jesus loves you. God loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. 
and they all want you to fulfill the dream that you were created for. There's just things that have to happen, and one of them is is you're making that choice, and I'm hoping you make it. So the next chapter in this book, the Matthew Barnett God's Dream for You, is why shouldn't I just quit? I was right there. I know. Why shouldn't I just quit? Do you know why? And I circled one little section in this. It says, I have definitely seen the value of giving the Lord 24 hours either to change your circumstances or give you strength when you're feeling weak. In fact, at certain times and in the face of certain battles, all you can say is, God, I can't give you a month. I can't give you a week, but I can give you the next 24 hours. The simple fact is we have no idea what God's provision for us will be tomorrow morning. Scripture says that his mercies are new every morning and that his faithfulness is great. And if you need to know the address, it's Lamentations 323. Who knows what those mercies will be? They might come in a trickle or they might pour in like a flood. There's been so many times where I felt like I should just quit and just give up. And then something happens to make me realize that that's not what he wants for me. That's the thing about quitting. It doesn't only affect you. In fact, if you don't quit, if you give God 24 more hours and hang in there, people around you will be encouraged to trust God and hang on. And people you meet in the future will also be encouraged to go on because you went on, because you stayed with a tough ministry, because you held on through a difficult season in your marriage, because you kept praying for that unsaved loved one, because you gave God time to change your situation, or to change you. In fact, if we could look ahead in time and catch a glimpse of the big picture, we would see kids, grandkids, and great-grandkids someday feeling the impact of whether we throw in the towel or trust the Lord for another 24 hours, whether we keep stumbling on for a few more steps or quit now. If you're tuning in right now, just thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Please go to my website. I've spent so much time there. And uh, just so you know, uh, there are a lot of women that tell me that they're single women or, you know, they're the mother. They have three kids and it's very difficult for them to get to a job, to go outside the home. I have opportunities on my website. Just go there and check it out. I have products. I have companies that I work with that I use the products and have been using them for a long time. And I believe in them. And I just want you to know they're there for you, too. And so you can connect with me. uh, Ask me questions about any of them. There's all kinds of things there. You know, there's a lipstick that stays on. I still have lipstick on my hand from three days ago because I was showing someone the colors, and it's still on my hand. And I'm like, what is that? It's still that lipstick. But I love the lipstick, and it doesn't come off when you kiss. It doesn't come off on your cup when you drink coffee. It's just really wonderful and all different colors. And then I have Sunrider that I've been drinking for, I think, 30 years. And it's a wonderful, healthy product that cleans your insides and uh, just detoxes you. And I drink it every day. My kids, you know, will attest to that. Every picture that I have with my kids growing up, there's this big jug of my tea. Everybody thinks, what are you drinking? Tea. Really? Yes. It's just tea. And yes. Uh, what else do I have? I just signed up with a oil company. It's called uh, Young Something Oil. And it's healthy. It's just herbs and things like that. Herbal med- medicinals that will help you like breathe better, Uh, They've got all these different 
products that will help with all types of different things. And then I've got a candle company, and I've got Herbalife. I'm one of the first 20, believe it or not, first 20 to sign up with Herbalife. And uh, so, you know, there's just a lot of products on there you can check out, and that's a little commercial for me because uh, I just believe in these products, and people are wondering how they can make some extra money on the side and not have to leave the kids at home, and this is a great way to do it. And now Juice Plus is the next one I'm going to be signing up for. I met this lady, uh, and she's been contacting me, so I'm going to sign up for that, too. I've used it in the past, believe in the product. I just got disconnected and need to reconnect with that product. So, um, but here's a bit of encouragement. Once you face several quitting points in your life and overcome them, God begins to give you a vision of the finish line. I know that because I went eyeball to eyeball with him in enough of those Dairy Queen moments, which is a story I didn't talk about. Settled the issue in my heart once and for all. I have told God, unless you move me from this place, I'm here for keeps. So, I'm here for keeps. Okay. If you don't quit, if you give God 24 more hours and hang in there, people around you will be encouraged to trust God and hang on. I'm repeating that because I think it's important that we understand that it's not just for you. That there's people watching you no matter who you are. And it's important that we hang on. No, God won't always give you a vision of the finish line. But he will always give you a vision of your next step. Take that step and you'll be one step closer to fulfilling God's dream for your life. So then the next question is, where do I find strength? I found strength in him. And I prayed for him to bring people into my life, to help me, to encourage me. And I I didn't just pray for people. I prayed for God-fearing, safe people. Because you can get people anywhere. And you can get people to admit and agree with you all day long. I didn't want people to agree with me. I want people to, you know, minister to me. I wanted people to tell me the truth. And sometimes the truth hurts, doesn't it? But I think it's much better to get it now than to wait later and to suffer the consequences for going down the wrong path. Isn't it better to get the truth and to understand how this is going to affect? And in the Bible, it gives you the guidelines. It tells you what you can do, what you shouldn't do. It takes all that gray matter out of the equation. It's black and white, pretty much. Now, there is some, you know, little gray in there. Or you can make a little gray if you want to. But really, it's pretty black and white. Honesty is honesty. Integrity is integrity. Character is character. And like I said in a previous show, that trust is a track record. I mentioned it this, the, at the beginning of the show, too. But, you know, you could be doing everything right for a long period of time and then make a mistake. And your trust doesn't stay where it was. All it takes is once. And, yes, you can say you're sorry, and people can forgive you. But that doesn't mean your trust goes back up to that high level it was before. There's always this question mark that's in people's minds. So no matter how much, you have to make sure that you keep true to your word, that you are a person of character. It's all very important. In the book of Psalms, David wrote these words, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. So we will not fear when earthquakes come and the mountains crumble into the sea. Let the oceans roar and foam. Let the mountains tremble as the waters surge. Psalm 46, 1. A number of years ago, a CNN program host interviewing Billy Graham asked, what is the most difficult thing for you to do in your Christian life? Dr. Graham answered, to pray. 
What an honest answer. I'm reading from the book. It says, I think Satan's first priority is to take us believers away from prayer, to separate us from the source of our strength and help, and to put us under the weight of our burdens and circumstances, which none of us are equipped to bear. That's from Dr. Graham. In Psalms, David said, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble, so we will not fear. If our adversary can somehow separate us from our only source of strength, he has achieved his major objective in our life. People allow time to pass without praying. And the more time that passes, the easier it becomes to let even more time pass. And then they begin to say to themselves, well, if it's been this long since I sought the face of God, why even try now? They begin to feel distant from God, imagining They have drifted too far away to overcome that separation. So are you saying, I have so much ground to make up before I can get back in touch with God? Why even bother trying now? Are you saying that? Our God, however, is the God of the now. He is the God of the present, and he will respond to those who turn to him in faith. Many people I've talked to, however, feel that God must be keeping score and that he only will listen to them if they have crossed all their T's, dotted all their I's, and have been consistent in their prayer time. Not true. Thank God, not true. He will respond anytime and every time. I sometimes hear people say, why should I start praying now when I've never prayed before? Or maybe when I get myself together, then I'll go to church. But then they never seem to get themselves together. As you probably already know, the biggest battle of your life will always be making time to be with God. Why? Because during that time we connect with him, who is our power source, that time you spend with God is the light switch. That's also when you can slow down, listen, and learn his dreams for you. The bottom line here, with God in your life, there is always hope. I am so thankful for that. I checkmarked something here. It says, I think Satan's first priority is to take us believers away from prayer, to separate us from the source of our strength and help, and to put us under the weight of our burdens and circumstances, which none of us are equipped to bear. Can you relate to that? I certainly can. So in answer to the question of why shouldn't I just quit? No, the question was, where do I find my strength? And the answer is in prayer. To be in relationship with your Heavenly Father. So the next question in this book is, how desperate are you for God? People who have led privileged, mostly insulated lives have a plan A with plans B, C, and D in their back pockets just in case. In time of crisis, they have options, contingency plans, choices. Even when the bottom drops out of their life, they usually land on their feet. So in business, that same thing applies. And it's so funny that this is written here because just the other day I was saying that I have plan A, but what's plan B? Because, you know, you have to have a plan B because sometimes plan A doesn't work out. But plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D is all with my heavenly father so that I know he's got me no matter what plan I'm on. But I want to be on his plan, not my plan. And sometimes do you find yourself thinking that you're doing what God wants you to do and then you realize you're really not? You're kind of listening to another voice or something like your own need and desire, not what God wants you to do. But I found that when I stay on the right path, when I stay on God's path, maybe you can relate. Maybe you haven't experienced this yet. 
But I find that when I'm on God's path, it's like things kind of get in alignment. And, and things not always are simpler, but you just know in your heart of hearts that it's the right thing to do. You, you know, even when you're standing firm in your conviction and you have healthy boundaries, that's not always easy, is it? It's not always easy to say no, or I'm not, or that's not going to work, or whatnot. It's not always easy to do that. But you do know that when you are right with God and he is directing your path, there's this certain strength or inner peace that comes over you to make it easier for you to stay firm on that foundation. And when I'm not there, it's a little more wavering. And so it's really important that we're there. So many people don't have plan B. They have absolutely no fallback option. When the bottom falls out for them, they don't land on their feet, but they land on God, period. They realize the only thing they have to trust in is the claim that God's word is true. And with nowhere else to go, they choose to believe it with all their hearts. The fact is, however many of them have had to swim through the deep end of hell to get to Jesus, we all have a track record, don't we? And we need to be on guard. Does the track record define your life? Is the track record the measure of your spirituality? Am I, are you, as a Christian, the sum of what you haven't done? Is that what a Christian is? Is that a person who goes to the head of God's line, receives a gold star on his heavenly chart, and gets a friendly indulgent pat on the back by an angel or two? I don't think so. Listen to the Lord. Ask him in your heart. Stay close. Say your prayers. Be a blessing to someone each and every day. And I hope to hear from you soon. Connect with me on SueFreeze.com. Bye-bye. It's that time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way. And their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.